Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 69 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. E-A-G-L-E-S Eagles. This is Chris. <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's the day as of this recording. As of this recording. That's right. So people, people listening already know what happened. That's right. So let's imagine we are our listeners right now, and they, they know what happened. What's their response? Some of them are probably like, I don't care about football. I just want to listen to this great podcast about silly stuff. Uh huh. And some of them are probably like, I mean, I like football, but I don't care about either of the teams, so they don't care too much. Hopefully, nope. hopefully it was a good game. So, so you, I mean, you have your gear on right now. How was this week for you? You know, like, was everybody at work excited? Does do people I, at work I don't, not care? I don't like my close team at work isn't a lot of football fans, and Ooh. the only one is a Giants fan. I like him already. <laughs> He's not a big fan of the Eagles. Eagles Who's he rooting for? He was very conflicted. That's how I feel. He was unsure. That's how I feel. He was pretty like nice to me, I would say, but it's uh, it's it's interesting because the last time the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, I was like eleven. Yeah, so I was a couple years older. Yeah, you were like fifteen or something. So, like, I I really don't remember what the atmosphere in our area was like. But it's it's really cool just to see everybody in our area. All the businesses are getting really into it. You see a lot of commercials, and I, I do like the sense of community. About yeah, it. and it's been mostly good fun. Like I mean, I think it hasn't gone too far that I've seen. Uh, no, I don't think so either. It's you know good spirited stuff. Yeah, like yesterday I was walking through Shoprite, and you just see all these people with Eagle stuff on, and it's it's I mean. You know, I, I wish it was the Giants, obviously, but the fact that you know everyone's just really excited, it's it's cool. The the Giants fan I work with, one of the things he was upset about is that Wawa has replaced their uh, sandwich wrappers with Eagles printed. Uh, oh, paper. have they? And he was upset they didn't do that when the Giants were in the Super Bowl. I mean, it kind of makes sense. There's probably no Wawas up that way anyway. Yeah, and I, I believe Wawa is a Pennsylvania-based company. It so. is, yeah. I, ha- I have no no problem with that whatsoever. Okay, I do think Wawa's giving out coffee. I on... heard I heard free coffee tomorrow morning. That's, what I, that's what I heard. I don't know how. I don't know if there's a time limit, but sometime tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nice thing. So uh, hopefully the festivities uh, go as planned and uh, are respectful throughout the city. I know that the the police departments. I know they put Crisco on some of the light posts outside the stadium to stop people from climbing them when they won the uh, the championship. I've heard that they've been putting out uh, big like LED lights in all the lampposts, so that way, if anything happens, all the security cameras will be able to oh, good, easily good, identify. They'll be, they'll be good quality. Yeah. So, so we don't know. As of this recording, might be a good thing. Might be a good thing for some people up north. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be really sad or really happy. So, I mean, the fact you know, going to the Super Bowl, it's still a. I, I know it's great, especially losing Carson Wentz. When they lose him, week 15, it was right near the end. It was in like the third from last game or something. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully hopefully it works out. We'll see We'll see what happens. 
We'll see if I might if I we might be off the air for a couple. Yeah, of weeks. I was going to say. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. If uh, feel free to tweet at us about what's going on with your Super Bowl plans. Uh, if you're an Eagles fan, if you're a Patriots fan, if you're a Giants fan, let me know. I don't know any other Giants fans out there besides my immediate family and the guy that uh, Chris works with. <laughs> I need to meet him. Are you, are you going to be watching the Super Bowl with us, Steve, tomorrow? Yes. All right. So we got a, a good food spread plan. Maybe we can post a picture of our spread. I, I think on. I think we should. That'd be cool. Uh, what are you making? Uh, making some um, spring rolls. Oh, that's right. You did say and that. I was going to make some uh, uh, pigs in a blanket cocktail Ooh. weenies. Yeah. In honor of the Phillies, I am making uh, Philly cheesesteak sliders. Oh, that's cool. So I, I'm excited to try on. that. Yeah, I, I found the recipe online. And is it one of those where you take the whole thing of rolls and kind of slice it all? In half? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's is. awesome. I've always yeah. wanted to try that. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm, I'm really worried about cutting it. I'm afraid I'm going to go on like an angle uh, it's, yeah. and, and just completely ruin it. <laughs> so well, I got like a 24-pack, so... I have something to work with in right, case good. something bad happens. Yeah. I'll eat an uneven one if it happens. Well, yeah, hopefully it doesn't happen. <laughs> All right. So, uh, looking at last week's episode, uh, we had the shredder versus the silver samurai, uh, Marvel versus TMNT here. And I have to big, uh, give a huge apology because we completely, not you, but I completely forgot to mention our fan, Andrew from Pennsylvania. Thank you, Andrew, for suggesting that fight. And, um, he, uh, emailed us. And had some uh, feedback for us oh, great. regarding the battle. So he said, I have a good few points on the episode that I would like to say that might affect the outcome of the match. Now, only the armor plating covering the suit are made of adamantium. Plus, the suit is what was keeping the Silver Samurai alive at the end of the film. And adamantium is highly conductive. And if the suit was hit with electricity... It would likely kill the old and weak Silver Samurai inside. Did he tweet something like that as well? Someone tweeted about like the electricity messing with the suit, and I, I wish I thought of that when we were recording. Yeah, I can't remember. Uh, someone, maybe it was this email, but I saw it. Someone also mentioned it. Okay. Um, then he also adds the Shredder has armor that is on the same strength level as Vibranium, without Vibranium's energy absorbing power. He also has a number of different range attacks from throwing knives to explosives to alien plasma guns and both extremely weak without their armor. So, I mean, seems like, yeah, I mean, if you went with your electricity tactic there, you uh, could have really harmed uh, the Silver Samurai. Yeah, the other thing I was like, kept my shredder like pretty gen- generic. Like he mentioned the armor and the weapons and like. I don't think that's like a universal shredder trait. I think that's just certain versions will have that stuff. I guess, yeah. And it's up to which version of the shredder you wanted to argue. And I was trying to, I thought it would be unfair to just mix and match like the best parts of each of them. So Right, Frankenstein. That was some bit. of the reasons I decided not to like talk about all those weapons. But right. But I mean, you did, you I did mean, bring up, info. you did bring up his alien origins. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like sometimes he had like laser guns. So I mean, right. Maybe that could just smoke you one shot. Right. It could have. I don't know how alien technology works with uh, adamantium. We've never really seen. I mean, there might be stuff in the comics, but that I have no idea. If anybody knows, let us know. So uh, I do have the poll results. Uh, as of now, the poll is still up, but we have the Silver Samurai 42%, the Shredder 58%. All right. So there you go, Chris. I'm ahead, but it's close. You're ahead, but it is close. So you might have a win under your belt. I think this might be your first win of the year. I think it would be. Yes. Yeah. So uh, if you have not listened yet or if you want to go vote, the vote will be – or the poll will be up until later today being Monday, even though it's really not Monday when we're recording. But Monday, uh, at the end of Monday, the, the poll will end. So please go out and uh, vote if you have not done so already. Uh, Chris, you want to get started? 
Anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good to go, Steve. All right, let's do it. So please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail. You can also subscribe and leave us a ratings on iTunes or through our RSS feed on Podbean. Chris, what are we talking about today? Today, special topical treat for the listener. We have a battle of superb owls. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Yeah, how, how is that uh, topical, Chris? Want to explain? Well, there's... um. The the NFL is this, is an organization, uh, you know, you mind the National Football League. There's a game that, uh, as of this release, was played yesterday, and it has a certain name. Are we uh, not allowed to say it? We we I mean, we've already talked about it. it, it I think. Did we? It, it is is indeed trademarked. Okay. So we couldn't use it to like, you know, sell things. We're not selling. We make no I, money. I think on the this fact podcast. that this is just a podcast that two people do for fun, where we're pretty safe to say Super Bowl. There you go. But the NFL is notoriously protective of its trademarks. Yes. So they would go after like you know if TV shows or movies used it without their express written permission, as right. they like to say. Yes. So um, the superb owl battle is nothing like that at all. <laughs> no, not at it's all. It's just two owls that are in Super- fact superb. Superb, exactly. Uh, I have a couple of alternate names that you can use when describing the Super Bowl. Oh, thanks. Uh, this is a list. I will put the link in our show notes because it's a list of 25, and we don't want to have to go through all of them. Uh, we have the Game of Games, Battle of the Pigskin, uh, Puppy Bowl postgame show, <laughs> which I like that, uh, Football Con, we have the Gambler's Delight, uh, Rice-A-Roni Bowl. Never heard that, that yeah, never heard that one before. Uh, waiting for halftime. Oh, like. <laughs> that's what Giants fans are going to be doing. Yeah, that's true. Uh, last game until September. I guess you could really be the last game until October or August, depending on the preseason, if you really want to. Uh, the most expensive ticket in town. The two-week wait, which I feel like this two-week gap went actually very quickly. It did I, for me, I but thought. I've been also busy, so... Yeah, like usually when when the championship games are over, I'm like, oh god, now we got to wait two weeks. Next yeah, week's like, the Pro Bowl, which no one cares. Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So this one, I was kind of surprised. Uh, Super Duper Sunday, the Football World Series, <laughs> the AFC and NFC World Championship, uh, Commercial Break Bowl, the World Concussion Championship, Overinflate Bowl, and let's see what else we got. Any good ones? Uh, the 52nd annual Lions fans party, I guess, because they never had a Super Bowl, I guess. I don't know. Um, and this one is from Super Bowl 50, so they said that you could just call it L. So I guess in this one, we could just call it LII. I guess. Because it's Super Bowl 52. You can't trademark a Roman numeral, that's for sure. That's right. So we call it Lie. <laughs> so so those are just some alternative names. That yeah, if you, you could... if you need to put the, you know, the Super Bowl in your, you know... TV in your media product, and you're worried about getting sued by the NFL? Use any of those. Use any of those. I really like the commercial break bowl. Yeah, the commercials are crazy with the with NFL games. Like, it's actually too much for me. Yeah, like, they're always, like, hyping up, like, new movie trailers, or they're giving, like, like previews to the commercials now. Oh, yeah, Like, yeah. it's kind of kind of ridiculous. I, I saw that last year's Super Bowl ads for 30 seconds were somewhere in the 5 million range. I think this one's, like, in the high sevens. Oh, okay. For I, 30 seconds? I, I saw a 5 million uh, also, but it, it could have been old or just... Yeah. I don't know if the price is variable at all. I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I looked this up like a month ago, so it could have been wrong, or maybe they they put the wrong information in. 
But I, I would believe that, though. I mean, there is one thing I'm really looking forward to on Super Bowl Sunday. Is there going to be a trailer for a movie you want? Yes. Actually, I guess there's two. Uh, they're going to have the trailer for the new Mission Impossible, okay. Mission Impossible Fallout, which I'm excited to see. And they're also going to have the trailer for Westworld Season 2. During the game? Uh, that's what I've heard. Oh, that's cool. So I'm excited to see. No rumors see of a uh, Han Solo movie trailer? So I don't know if you heard that. Uh, no, I'm not up to it. Up okay. Up so uh, GMA, Good Morning America, uh, if you go online, you can get tickets for their shows. And on the online, it usually tells what is going to be happening. And for the Monday sh- show where you can get your tickets, it says that there will be the Han Solo trailer will be debuting. And like 20 minutes after that was on the website, it was immediately taken down. Uh, so everyone now thinks that it's going to come Monday during GMA. Some people are speculating that it might have like a 10-second teaser during the Super Bowl saying, join Good Morning America tomorrow. But it's not owned by ABC, the Super Bowl this year. It's on NBC. So I don't know if ABC – I guess if they paid, they'd still be allowed to do that, I guess. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. So, so that's what some people are talking about. They're not sure if there's going to be one during the Super Bowl okay, or not. Okay, because it seems like it's, you know, it should be coming out. I mean, yeah, a lot of people have been kind of nervous about that. Everyone keeps expecting it to be postponed, the release date or something, but... Yeah. No, it's still coming out May 25th. Will you be there on May 25th? I think so. Or at least in the opening weekend, say? I probably will. I mean, when Rogue One, the trailer for that came out, at first, I wasn't excited. Like before, I saw the trailer, I was like, "This looks, this is going to be dumb." And then I saw the trailer, and I'm like, "Wow, this looks like it'd be pretty cool." So I guess we'll just see. I guess it's a little different because we have somebody taking up the the role of Han Solo. I'm kind of in a wait and see uh, approach on this one too. Yeah, I mean, Ron Howard picking up the directing duties. It's written by Lawrence Kasdan, who did Empire, Jedi, and The Force Awakens. So I mean, he has good, and he did Raiders. So his uh, his track history is pretty good. So anyway, so back to superb owls. Mm-hmm. Your your idea here. So we're taking two owls and having them go against each other. Battle to the death. I love it. So who are you picking? Uh I have chosen the Tootsie Pop Owl. The Tootsie Pop Owl. AKA Mr. Owl. Gotta be formal here. Potentially also known as Mr. Oliver Owl. Okay. I, that is in Wikipedia right now, but it I had some conflicting information about um who Mr. Oliver Owl is. Okay. Because there seems to be another character. Like that was a that was a character with some connection to Looney Tunes that may have been like it either was also used in the Tootsie Pop commercials or was coincidentally named the same name. Okay. Or Wikipedia is just wrong. Gotcha. And uh, you know, with the high level of research I do, I was unable to confirm. <laughs> so I will just be calling him Mr. Al or the Tootsie Pop Al. I think that's fair. Completely fair. And um on my side here, I'm gonna be picking Owl. Which is, is that, very vague. Is that his official name? His official name is Owl, and uh, most people probably know who he is. He is the Owl from Winnie the Pooh. Uh, there were some other owls that we could have chosen in our research, uh, like Hedwig from Harry Potter was an option. Uh, we also learned about, what was the owl from the National Park Service called? Woodsy, Woodsy Owl. Woodsy Owl. He sounds great. He, he does sound awesome. If you guys want, check out Woodsy Owl. He's, I guess he's like Smokey the Bear's like exactly. lesser known. Like in the time period of animals teaching you like safety lessons, mm-hmm. like he's right in there with uh, Scruff McGruff the crime dog yep. and Smokey the forest uh, fire bear. I didn't choose him because he can't fly. And I thought that was a negative mark against him when it comes that's, to battling. That's a good point. Yeah, he he wanted... did seem to be very big. He's human size. Yes. So that he, could have been he, he advantageous. Large. That's true. 
Uh, so, so you want to give a little background information on Mr. Owl or I, anything? I sure do. <laughs> There's honestly not too much. But he first appeared in a Tootsie Pop commercial in 1969, an animated commercial. Where so there's this kid, and I, you know what? I was gonna wait to get into this. I'm just gonna get right into this. Go for it. The, this commercial, uh, it's probably it's, one of the most famous it's, commercials out it there. It has a high nostalgia factor. Yeah, but but like watching it as an adult and like with a critical eye that you know I look I do when I do my podcast research, it's a weird commercial. This little kid just walking around. So first of all, he's not just a little kid. He appears to be some type of like albino, <laughs> possible little person. <laughs> not sure if he's a child or a little person. And like, do you have a? Can you pull a picture of him up and look at his his butt? Uh, it, are you asking me to look at the a, okay, a child behind? No, no, no. It's an animated uh, albino alien kid. Okay. His his butt comes out of his body in such a way that like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. Yeah. It like basically his back is straight, ninety degree angle, out like half the width of his body. Yeah. Rounded. Back in ninety degree angle legs. Yeah, it and he ha- he's wearing no clothes, it, right? He, he seems to be wearing no clothes as well. He's just white. He's just completely white. That's why I said albino. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. so that's that's weird point number one. So the the commercial features this kid. He has a tootsie pop. He wants to know how many licks it takes to get to the center of a tootsie pop. Uh, also, side note: this is a potential. Um, what do you call that thing where? People remember Nelson Mandela effect. This is a potential <laughs> Nelson Mandela. Do you remember the saying of the Do you remember the famous line? What did the kid ask? Yeah, what does the kid ask? How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? And that is what most people say and remember. What he actually says in the commercial is, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center of a Tootsie Pop? Really? doesn't roll off the tongue quite as well. I kind of understand why people have changed that uh-huh. over time. But just you know, just to get the facts out there, right? Uh, if you don't remember that happening in the commercial, you might live in an alternate timeline. <laughs> How do you spell Berenstein? <laughs> yeah, let us know. Yeah. So anyway, this weird butt kid, <laughs> he goes up to different animals and asks them how many likes to get to the center of a tootsie pop. So I can only assume this is a universe where animals can not only talk and you know are intelligent, they're you know they're part of this kid's life where. He doesn't want to ask another human this question who you would think would be eating Tootsie Pops. He's asking animals this. So do the animals purchase Tootsie Pops? Do they earn money to do this? Do they steal Tootsie Pops? I don't know. Do can, you, do, this, can this kid talk to animals? Can everybody in this world talk to animals? Or is this kid special? I mean, is he, he, is is he, speaking, special? he is speaking English and the animals are speaking English, but that could just be... Uh, just to, a translation for the a audience. translation for the audience, exactly. Yeah. So, so that just raises more questions. Uh-huh. He first asked the cow, how many licks does it take to get to the Tootsie Pop Center of Tootsie Pop? Uh, cow says, I don't know. Actually, he's very honest. He says, I always bite it. I don't know. Try asking the fox. He goes to the fox, asks the same question. The fox looks creepy. The fox has sunglasses on for some reason and kind of like he's like all jittery, like he's like on drugs or like, I don't know. I don't I don't get a good vibe from the fox. <laughs> and we got we to link the commercial. Yeah, we, we'll, um, we'll definitely put one in the, in the show notes. The, the fox is super weird, but he's also like... I don't know. I just bite it. Ask uh He goes to the, ask the turtle. The turtle, yes. Now, the turtle's a little older. He's been around a while. Apparently also licks Tootsie Pops. He has glasses on to show that he's a, he's smart. And he, maybe to show age since turtles are usually older, I guess. Right. He's also kind of like wrinkled looking. Mm-hmm. The boy asks him, how many licks? Turtle's like, I always bite it. Ask the owl. He's been around for a while. He knows. 
And then the turtle makes the saddest face I've ever seen. He tells the kid, ask the owl. And then he puts his head down and, like, just looks so defeated. He's so disappointed in himself. So I don't know if he's disappointed in himself. Uh, I have this alternate, like, conspiracy theory that, like, this is kind of um, some type of elaborate plan to trap children that the owl will kill and murder them by getting animals to lead children to him. So you think he is upset that he's letting this kid yeah. now go to his demise? Yeah, I think the owl might – I mean, the turtle is just really disappointed in himself, like, what his life has become. But, like, obviously, he can't, you know, fight against the owl. Right. It's, it it's going to just kill him. He's the head he honcho. To, he's like the mob boss. It, that's that's what I think the dynamic is in this forest. Okay. Also weird that a, a cow, a fox, a turtle, and an owl, like, live Living. so close together. It could be a zoo, maybe. It could be a zoo. Mm-hmm. That's an option. And, like, the owl kind of runs the zoo or something. Maybe. I'm not sure. Like an animal farm situation. Exactly. Like a zoo, yeah. So, also, some yeah, so that's just what, that's my point I wanted to bring out about the turtle. And then the, the weird butt kid continues to the owl. He asks the owl how many looks to take to get a certain Tootsie Pop. The owl just takes his Tootsie Pop. Rips it right out of his hands. Basically steals it. Mm-hmm. Literally steals it. I mean, the kid didn't offer him. The kid didn't say, hey. He just asked the question. He just asked. And I, you would think the kid was going to eat it himself. Right. The owl takes it. He licks it three times. And then he bites it. Yeah. He hands the kid back the stick, like, here, take this trash, kid. He says three, as if that is the correct answer, yeah, right. which is not. He bit it. That's, I've always been so confused when I watched that as a kid because he says one, a two, a three, and then he bites it. And then I'm always thinking, is it three? Is it just three and then you bite it? Like, I, I never knew. As a, that is confusing as a kid because you're like, is that what you're supposed to do? Right. And real quick, I just want to point out great accent for the owl. You combined a little bit of count from Sesame Street, but like mostly dead on. <laughs> Thanks. So... The owl cheated. I mean, the other animals... So the owl being like, oh, he's supposed to be so smart. He he can't even admit... He can't even, like, see his own lack of knowledge. The other animals were like, you know what? I, I can't give you an honest answer because I bite it. The exactly. owl couldn't do that. The owl... I believe when the owl said three, he was positive that was the answer. Right. He can't see wrong in himself. Like, this owl is, like, basically a megalomaniac. Like, the power this owl believes he has, uh-huh. he can do no wrong. Like... Like, he's probably, like, a pathological liar. Uh-huh. He can't help it. He just thinks he is always right. That is the owl we're talking about. Like, this is not a normal owl. This is an owl that will steal candy from a like, kid. literally from a child. Might possibly try to kidnap them. Possibly an elaborate kidnapping confirmed room. or denied. Right. I mean, I couldn't reach them for comment. <laughs> Although they do have a Twitter account. I could try asking them. It's very product forward. It's almost like exclusively just, tweeting pictures I, of Tussie yeah, Pops. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. Like, they don't even bother with a joke. Like, if there's ever, like, an owl in the news and they could tweet, like, oh, hi, Al. You know, no, they just Tussie Pop picture. Right. <laughs> they also made a Twitter account for the Tussie Pop kid. Really? And there's, like, a bit of a side story where the kid is still trying to figure out how many licks. And they use that Twitter account also to just tweet pictures of Tussie Pops. See, I feel like they, they should use that as a as a way to show people in the world like actually trying yeah, to it's a, it's a mix find it's a missed marketing opportunity in my yeah. opinion i agree i mean i didn't look at the kid twitter account as thorough as i looked at the owl is he still looking the same kid butt um, kid white oh, mm. i didn't see a picture i'd have to i have to check maybe when you're talking i'll look it up okay but where are we at now so we have a potentially murderous owl but at the very least uh megalomaniac a megalomaniac power hungry narcissistic owl. i'm sure he is yes so that is the recipe for a dangerous owl. Okay. Owls are already a fairly dangerous predator. Mm-hmm. I mean, we both have owls, so these are going to be shared traits. But, like, you know, f- flight, they can, they're very fast, very good vision, uh, very sharp claws, you know. Yeah. 
And I mean, they have built-in weapons. They basically. can turn their heads really far to the side, which is sometimes useful. That's true. If they, you're standing on perched on a tree, you can see your surroundings, no problem. Yeah, I agree. So, like, take that basically a killing machine. <laughs> Add on craziness and like power hungriness, and that's your that's Mr. And Owl. that is Mr. Owl. People are not going to be able to rewatch these commercials without thinking this now. I, you should rewatch these commercials with the, with with that with in a, mind, with a critical eye, and be like, what's going on here? <laughs> There's more. To this owl that meets the eye. Exactly. He's a transformer. (laughs) (laughs) You call like Hootbot or something. (laughs) Hootie. (laughs) All right. So let me give a little bit of background here on uh, Owl from Winnie the Pooh. So uh, the first Winnie the Pooh book came out in 1926, and it contained the classic characters Piglet, Eeyore, Kanga, Rabbit, and also Winnie the Pooh, and also Owl. Okay? And um, Owl is basically like the smart teacher um like kind of like grandfatherly figure of the group he looks like a basic owl i mean there's nothing really to his look i mean he's brown with like a little bit of like tan on his belly um sometimes he'll have like a pencil or a clipboard as well um some of his characteristics like he believes that he is very, very smart. He thinks that he is the most intelligent one in the room, kind of similar to the way that you're going. My, I'm sure my owl would say that. With also. your owl. Right. Um, there is some arguments and some evidence that can support the notion that he's not that smart. I am prepared to make those arguments. Yes. Uh, he spells his own name wrong. In the, I'm, I'm just going to lay him out there. If there's okay, anything okay. I miss, because yeah, I, I, I'm not going to hide this. I'm going to completely okay. acknowledge this All fact. Right. Uh, he spells his name wrong. How does he spell his name? He spells his name W-O-L, which is only three letters. So he screwed up the O and the W. Wall. Wall. I know. I don't know why he thought that'd be okay. Um, when he when it comes time to wish uh, a happy birthday, instead of writing a very happy birthday with love from Pooh, he writes hippie pappy birthday. That was the best I could do. I, I probably screwed it up a little bit. So, so he's not great at spelling. He's not great at spelling, to which be, is which to is be okay. Fair, you can be smart and not good at spelling. Like, Correct. That's just one aspect. Yes. Okay. Spelling basic words. I mean, I spelling mean, your, your name, your own name. That that, <laughs> that is, is a kind of a red flag. Yes. Um. He he can read, which is pretty good for an owl. He can read. He can read, but he can't spell those words. Correct. Okay. Just making sure. That's fine. Maybe he has dyslexia or something. <sighs> Maybe. Well, he can read. Well, no, though. he can read. Yeah. So, is that aphasia? I think aphasia maybe, might be maybe when he you has some type of can't aphasia. put it down in writing. I think you get it mixed up. I think there are different types. So, yeah, there might that um, might be one. Uh, so he can read, but he cannot read when someone's looking over his shoulder. That's kind of his kryptonite. <laughs> Don't know. I'm just going off the facts here. Um, but compared to the other animals, he's literate when it comes to the the one uh, of the one of the Pooh universe. Yes. Yes. Um, he has a great charm to him. I mean, you just kind of like him. You just want to hear his stories. He's like underused in Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, he really is. Um, and this is something interesting that I never really thought of, but of the characters, he is one of the only characters who is like actually a real animal and not a stuffed version of that animal. Like think of like Eeyore, like he's like a stuffed donkey yeah, his tail is pinned on to i him. believe kanga is also like a stuffed kangaroo uh tigger i believe is like a stuffed tiger the only other character is piglet that is not 
stuffed. Like he's an actual pig, but he doesn't look like an actual pig. Are you sure he's an actual pig? That's what it says on here. It says, um, I think, wasn't it just him? Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I read something else somewhere else. Maybe not. I could be wrong. I mean, you. it could be true. You're breaking that theory right now. I might be wrong. All the animals on Winnie the Pooh are stuffed animals, <laughs> except, except for two random except ones. Except for two random ones. <laughs> um, but what's important is that if so – let's, let's, we're just going to say he's the only one. He, he's the only uh, – oh, he's, he's a he, real he, owl. He's the real owl. He's the only one in the group. Animals. And this can be supported because Rabbit says – no, this is what it is. I got it. All right, hit, lay it on me. I, I'm, I'm all over the place today. <laughs> it's been a long Saturday. Uh, Rabbit goes up to Owl and says, you and I have brains, the others have fluff. So that is an argument supporting that Owl and Rabbit are the only two that are real animals since they have brains. Can we trust And the other Rabbit, ones though? have fluff. I don't know. Can you trust Mr. Owl? I don't know. I don't know. Can we trust our Owl, my Owl? He can't read. He can't spell. Right. Should be able to trust him. That's what I'm saying. Like, they could all be stuffed animals still. And Maybe. And they could just think that they're the smart ones. Like, that's something Rabbit would say. It's possible. Okay. Not disagreeing with you either. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're going off of that, he's one of the only real animals sure. in, in the book and in the show as well. Um, he's been voiced, just a little background information, he's been voiced by a bunch of people over the years. Uh, 1966 was the first voice, which was a guy named Hal Smith. Um, 1997, he was voiced by Andre Stoka. In the 2011 film, he was voiced by Craig Ferguson. And there's a film coming out this year that's called Christopher Robin. It's a live-action uh, Disney portrayal, and he's going to be voiced by Toby Jones, who did the voice of Dobby in uh, Harry Potter. Um, so that's just a little bit of background here about Owl, and uh, I'm ready to get to it. All right, let's see how this goes. <laughs> All right. Can your owl fly? Talking about vertical um advantages. I, I would say we've yes. never seen him he, we, he's only perched on a tree because he is in the commercial on the branch never seen him move but you have to really ha- think he either permanently lives on that tree branch or he flew up there possibly <laughs> no Some, no no what else whether whether their possibilities are there he was put up there by he, somebody. somebody puts him up there yeah someone put him up there Probably the man in the background pulling the strings behind this child kidnapping. I think, I think that's what it is. <laughs> now, if he's living in a zoo, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of places to go. If he's stuck in a zoo, kind of like we were talking about, like where is this universe of talking uh, turtles and foxes and cows where they all live in harmony and this kid has easy access to walk around and talk to he all of them? He pretty much walks down the street in a straight line and finds all of them. That's what I'm saying. So if you're if you're in a zoo, I mean, my guy has an easy time to find you but he might not have an easy time getting to you if you're if you're in a cage. Yeah, I I'm not sure if he's in a zoo. It just there's really no ev- evidence to go on other than the animal proximity. Right. And I mean maybe we don't know what the time lapse is an, between them. I mean there's also evidence that it's some type of alternate universe where humans are like the owl is the size of this of the kid in the commercial. He, he is a bigger owl. So this is like a, a child sized owl or mm-hmm. that the human is normal size and all the animals are giant or the human is small or a little person. It's, it's hard to tell because he is so unnatural looking. I don't know what he's supposed to be. So I would just say he's a big butt alien kid <laughs> and the same size as the owl. So, so I, I don't think it's beyond our imagination to just say, Oh, there's animals close together. There's lot, there's, there's lots of animals here. Okay. Especially cause this kid, instead of asking other humans, he decides to ask animals. 
Right, that's true. With very different sized tongues, he probably that's a, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> we'll say that for another because like that's going to affect their licking like a lot, and he should really be comparing like similar tongues to his. So he should ask other humans. Correct. Like I feel like the cow is an okay pick. Cows kind of seem to have bigger tongues. Yeah, but like a turtle and a fox, like that's going to be nowhere in the ballpark. Exactly, and an owl too. Right. The giant beak just so so I think there may be more animals than than humans or something. Mm-hmm. That's why he has to go to the animals. So that's why I'm saying let's just say it's not it's just a weird universe. They're they're not in a zoo, and the fact that the owl is on a tree branch, I think he flew up there. Okay, all right, I'll I'll take it that he flew up there. Okay, so uh, something I want to bring up is that uh, owl is known for being very boring in mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. Like, when he starts telling a story at first, you start listening, and you're like, okay, this is, you know, interesting. But since he's so full of himself, he just keeps going on and on. It's usually just about how great he is and how smart he is or about how he knows all these things that might not be true. And I would argue that he would do that to your owl. He would just keep talking and talking and talking. And your owl, he has no patience. Uh, Yeah, I agree. So I would hope that your owl would just kill himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> like he would just be so bored listening to owl talk that Mr. Owl will just be like one, two, three, and then just kill himself or take like a, a Tootsie pop and just shove it down his throat. Be like, end it. I'm done. I don't want to listen to this owl anymore. I have no patience for this. And then my owl, Mr. My regular owl would just be like, all right, it's done. And then, and then Wait, just your fly owl away. Would have no remorse that he just talked someone into suicide. no, I don't think He'd just so. Just be like, okay, this is fine. Because I guess he's so dumb, he might not know what suicide is. Like, he might just think he's sleeping. What? <laughs> you you made Al very dumb. I mean, the show portrays so him as this guy who's I, just egotistical. It's kind of like your owl. I had another dumb story about your owl. Sure. There's an episode where Winnie the Pooh, Kanga, Roo, uh, Rabbit, I think just those are trapped in a hole. Mm-hmm. And Piglet's not. They're asking Piglet to go get help. And it actually has this really funny pun where they're trying to get Piglet to tie little pieces of rope string together to use as a rope. And they say something. They ask him if he cannot, like, if he can tie knots. And he says, I cannot. <laughs> and they're like, it's kind of the joke. Like, right. Okay. But after that, they they say, okay, Piglet, you got to go get Christopher Robin. He has a jump rope. Uh-huh. Um, Al flies up from the hole to give Piglet a motivational speech because Piglet's scared to go alone. Uh-huh. And then he gets Piglet off, and then Al flies back down into the hole to wait for the rescue. Because he just... Then all the other characters like are like, Al. Like, you think they're going to say, like, you can fly? Yeah. And they say, that was a great speech. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I was going to say as why Al is not the smartest. I owl. think when it comes to common sense, when it comes to self-defense... I think he might have a little more of a fight-or-flight scenario. So you're thinking his owl instincts will kick in. Exactly. So uh, back to your point, I don't think my Mr. Owl is the type of character that would kill himself. Okay. I think generally people with those kind of personality traits that think they're great and amazing, like, they they pretty much think they're, like, God's gift to the world, and, like, they can't imagine a world without themselves in it. Like, he's going to be like, I have to be here. I'm so great. Okay. I see what you're saying. I think his impatience would more likely manifest as, like, attacking you. Because that's what his impatience does with the kid. The kid comes, asks, asks a polite question, steals his tootsie pop, bites it. <laughs> so what are your? So you think he's going to be so bored hearing he's going to owl he's gonna stories? Like be trying to cut you off because he's going to he's going to be like, well, I'm great, I'm better than this owl. I should be the one talking. Okay. So they might have a little bit of a verbal battle to start, and then it's going to get physical, and then things get interesting. 
Now, what would you do then? If things are going to start getting physical, things are going to start getting interesting. What is your fight tactic? Well. Your offensive plays, if you will. I have standard owl, you know, claws, talons. I have a very strong beak that can bite a Tootsie Brawl. Tootsie Pop. Bites it. Not only does he bite it, he bites it all off the stick and just gives an empty stick back to the kid. That's not always easy to do with Tootsie Pop. Sometimes you get a little piece of, like, lollipop stuck and stuff like that. Yeah, that was always the worst. So, usually more with the pops with gum in the middle. Tootsie Pop sometimes could come off clean, but that's... uh, I remember having times where I could just get it off clean. You really got to pull for it, though. Yeah, sometimes the conditions have to be right. Temperature, you know, uh, age of lollipop. Mm -hmm. So... There's, there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors in play. But either way, Al did it. And um, so, I, so I think he has a strong bite. So he might go for biting you. He, if you if you subscribe to the theory that he runs like a, a mafia-esque organization of animals, he could uh, have the turtle and fox and possibly cow uh, as like henchmen to help fight him, to fight you. I can bring in the whole 100-acre uh, woods, woods gang. Are you sure you want to do that? Because... They're stuffed animals. True. And so they, they don't can't, seem to, so they I don't can't know die. About, like Winnie the Pooh, although he is a bear, mm-hmm. he's he's more teddy bear than, you know, grizzly bear. True. Like his fighting skills are like, you know, slapping you with his bear hand. <laughs> bear hand. <laughs> I think I got that before you did. Uh, but uh, Winnie the I mean, this is really part of the battle. I'm just saying, though, but Pooh has an endless supply of honey that he could use to get your wings stuck together he does not have an endless supply of honey he's I feel like constantly he... looking for honey okay actually when they're trapped in the hole he asks piglet to bring him honey not to rescue him and then rabbit's like no 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 he needs to rescue us <laughs> but doesn't he always get his honey he does though? seem to always find honey. he always finds honey he's, somehow he's excellent at finding honey yeah so i could use that honey against you that's, that's not a bad idea yeah you get your wings stuck so that way you can't fly you know what else is sticky tootsie pops oh start throwing tootsie pops at so you now you're just throwing tootsie pops right so you have to take the wrappers off that's going to take time if yeah, and then I have to check them to see if they have the Indian with the star. I was actually looking that online. <laughs> uh, so apparently there's no corporate rule about that. It is true. This is you're taking my fun facts, just so you know. Uh, but no, we can we can get it. We can talk about. This. Okay, so and we teased it. Right, people are like, I I want to know. All right, so give a little background about what this. Okay, is. Okay, so Tootsie Pops have a wrapper right around the pop, top part. Uh, somehow rumors were started, and there were two different ones. Like there was one about if your wrapper had three complete circles on it. Yes, you could redeem it. For something. So it varies. Like, um, there's no official Tootsie Pop, Tootsie Pop policy for this. So, like, kids would come back to, like, where they bought the Tootsie Pop. Be like, here's my wrapper with my three circles. And some stores, like, took it upon themselves to give out a free Tootsie Pop in exchange for this. Right. And then the other thing was uh, one of the characters on the wrapper is, uh, like, a small, like, Native American child with a bow and arrow yes. shooting a star at the end. Yes, that's the one I remember so, as So a that's kid. the one I also heard when I was a kid, that mm-hmm. that was, like, the rare one to get. Yes. So so it hasn't stopped people from, like, sending these wrappers in to Tootsie Pop, expecting something. Uh, generally, what Tootsie Pop sends back is called, like, the Legend of the Indian Star or something. It's like, a, maybe I think it's just an email with a story in it. Is it. I didn't find the story, but... Apparently, that's what they send back as kind of a consolation. I heard if you took it to the seller, like if you got it at a convenience store or something like that, uh, many of them will honor it and just give them one Tootsie Pop back. I've heard. Now I'm not sure how. Yes, there how were a lot of stories like that. that. Yeah. And yeah. then there were some stories where, like, the owner doesn't do that anymore because it costs too much money and stuff. So, exactly. Yes. You know, try it at your own risk. I, I don't know if you have a nice owner, if he would even maybe know. He'll, maybe he'll honor it. 
So you're going to be taking off the wrappers. You're going to be throwing them. And at... I'm actually probably going to have to lick them real quick to get them stickier. That's true. Because it's going to have to be a little wet. Now, this is the thing. Would he lick them three times? Oh, that is that is dangerous. Would he? Because, you know, if you get him on a kick, I think if he licks it once, he's going to lick it a second time, and then he's going to lick it a third time, and then he's going to bite it. So now you have no pop on your <laughs> stick here, so you can't use it. That gives me time to come in with my attack. I can fly in, aerial attack, bombard you, use my bee kind of pecking at you. I mean, I have big wings. I can kind of slap you around. I'm sure he can make a fist, so <laughs> maybe he can punch you. That is actually a good point about the, the how using Tootsie Pops could backfire. I'd have to try to get the uh, albino alien kid to help me. Would he, though? Because he has nothing to owe you. Because yeah, he- you stole his candy. You lied to him. You possibly were trying to kidnap him as well. He, he does get to walk away, but they also have a very weird exchange at the very end of that commercial. As the kid walks away after the owl has stolen and eaten his Tootsie Pop, the kid says, if there's anything I can't stand, it's a smart owl. Okay, so he's agreeing with him then. That, that That's kind of what it seems like. He's agreeing that the owl is smart I, and knows that it's three looks to wait, the center of a Tootsie Pop. You're, this is going to be a whole other argument if we're trying to argue that the correct answer is three. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to waste so much no, no, time. No, I'm just trying to say that the, the kid, kid is uh, sad. He realizes that the owl just bamboozled him and stole his lollipop and like realizes he made a mistake trusting the owl. You think so? Yeah. The owl, the owl tricked him? I don't know what he thinks. I don't know. Because the owl says it's three, and the kid walks away and says, if there's anything I should have known, it's a smart owl. Or whatever it was. Not to trust a smart not, owl. Not to trust a smart owl. So he, it, was a bad, it was a bad deal. So... He shouldn't trust you, I guess. But why did we bring that up? Because we were talking about whether the kid would help you or not. Oh, yeah. He probably wouldn't. No. Yeah, he probably wouldn't. No. Unless I promised him, like, the real answer. Or more Tootsie Pops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think the kid might help I mean, you out there. The kid might be the one supplying the Tootsie Pops to the forest animals. We don't, we're not sure of that still. Where the animals get the Tootsie Pops. I think this kid needs to be arrested because he's providing human food, quote unquote, to the animals out in the environment you think that's a crime worthy of arrest to arrest children for feeding animals i mean where we live we live at a shore town Steve, i fed ducks when i was a kid should i be arrested no for but that? that's different you're giving them like seeds you know gave, you're giving them bread i gave ducks bread yeah i mean i think that that's okay okay good you know like i mean you know we live near the boardwalk what's the fine for feeding seagulls like i think it's like ten thousand oh, yeah. or five thousand dollars or something horrible, yeah but still, I mean, you are giving human food to non-human animals, and I feel like this kid is committing a crime. Getting into something else now here, but I don't know. The, you think this kid is committing crimes by giving Tootsie Pop? These, this is not a normal animal universe. The animals speak English. They enjoy Tootsie Pops, I think. They, 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 they speak English just so that way we can understand them. Just like in like a in a movie, if I they're mean, in Germany, they have the intelligence to have a conversation with this alien butt kid. This is true. So they have they have enough intelligence for that, and to like talk about Tootsie Pops intelligently, as intelligently as someone can talk about Tootsie Pops. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So so you can throw your lollipops at me if you want to. It's going to take time. Not really going to work though, because I feel like the moment he starts licking them, he's going to lick them two more times. He'll bite it, <laughs> and then he'll be like, "All right." Next ammunition. He'll take the wrapper off. He'll get ready to lick it. checks for the Indians. That's right. You got to check for that. That takes time, too. By then, you know, Owl's flying around, getting his aerial advantage. He can come in. 
Um, um, so I have one other uh, weapons, offensive and defensive tactic. Go ahead. So did you notice in the commercial that, that Mr. Al had something on his head? Yeah, he's got like a, a hat on. So it, it could be a hat. It could also be uh, some type of spike. <laughs> it is spike-shaped. It's pointy. Okay. Uh, there's not enough detail in the cartoon to know like what it's made of. I, I think that's a little unfair considering there's not enough detail in the cartoon to tell this kid doesn't have a butt the shape of a, a square. It's rounded. His butt is rounded. Yeah, oh, right. I looked up the it's picture. It's like a plateau, we'll say. I looked up the picture on the Twitter account, and you uh-huh. can't see his butt. Ah, uh, they cut it off. But, and he does have a coat on. He has a jacket on. So he is wearing clothes he's, now. He's, and he's... Is he colored? He's slightly more skin colored. It's a little bit yellowed. Okay. But it's definitely not the white gray color he is in the commercial okay uh but anyway i i think he might have like a spiked hat kind of like a like a weapon for so it's gonna if you're attacking from the air he kind of faces his spike head towards you okay you can't you can't get in because it's gonna poke you and then if if he has to like he can dive bomb you and charge you with it i mean chris we both know what that is what do you think it is? it's a it's clearly a college hat like a, a tassel hat All a graduation right. so cap why would that owl be wearing a graduation hat okay so he is smart yeah owls are smart um allegedly allegedly they are smart i feel like owls might be like the dumbest (laughs) animals uh so he is he is we can say he's smart i mean and they say go go talk to owl because he is smart so he might just be playing the character of being smart like you were mentioning like people think he's smart so he's going to act that way so you think that if he's wearing a college cap what are those called do they have a name just the college college cap the college cap when you graduate and graduation it, I mean, cap. It cl- graduation cap. Thank you. It clearly has a tassel on it. No, wait, wait. I did not clearly see a tassel. There's, that's clearly a tassel. I'm pulling up the wait, picture to cross um, right there. That's his eyebrow. No, that's a tassel. That's definitely a tassel. Uh, it kind of does look like a tassel. Yeah, that's clearly a but tassel. Here, okay, maybe he has a spike with a tassel. See, there's. <laughs> it doesn't make sense for him to be wearing a, a graduation cap. I think He's it just... makes more sense for him to be wearing a graduation cap than it does for him to be wearing a spike on his head. Was he in the German unless, army? He's the violent leader of a child kidnapping. No, he's ring. playing up this character of him being smart. People who are smart, you think of them going to college wearing yeah, the college Steve, graduation there's, cap. There's lots of smart people that don't go around wearing their graduation cap. There's. Look, That's because this is from like the eighties. Look, he's he, he's either, playing a character. Here's a couple reasons he might wear a graduation cap. He just graduated from college. Probably not. He the other t- animals already recognize him as being smart. He probably didn't just graduate. Two, he might be a college professor, and this could be in this alternate universe. Maybe where animals can teach. It's like Zootopia, animals. maybe. So that's possible. Mm-hmm. And then the other reason he's just like to show off how smart he is. That's actually a good reason, <laughs> but it could also be. <laughs> that's what you were saying. That's what I was it, saying. It could also be he needs a weapon because he runs a violent crime ring. All right, now let me bring something up here. Do you know what a lot of people do with their graduation caps nowadays? Uh, throw them in the air. They when do they throw graduate. them in the air. Do you know what they also do before they throw them in the air when they get to that point in graduation? Oh, they decorate the top of it? They decorate the top of it, okay? If you're flying around as Owl would be, that gives him an easy target to see exactly where Mr. Owl would be if he decorated his his uh, graduation cap, which a lot of people do do. He, he may have. Yeah. He probably wrote on it like, Send me your Tootsie Pops. But I was I was thinking it might not. be like, how many dollars does it take <laughs> to pay for my college loans? The world may never know. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Thanks. Um, but this isn't a standard graduation cap. It is pointed on top. 
It is pointed. However, this is not a standard owl. This is not a standard commercial. Uh, There's nothing standard about it. Do you find the, do you think the owl's wearing glasses? I was just going to bring this up. All right. So do you think the owl's wearing glasses? Uh, I, I, I thought he was because I thought you could kind of see on the sides, like some lines. I'm going to say that the owl is wearing glasses. But they're perfectly the size of his eyes. Like in the old cartoon days when you just have like the, uh, and his eyes are perfectly together, so there's no bridge in between the two frame or between You're the two. Right. So he's wearing glasses. So I'm gonna say, man, that's my target. You're gonna try and knock off his glasses. I'm gonna try breaking his glasses. He's not gonna be able to see without those glasses. Uh, it's it's possible if he just wears the glasses to look smart, like you you say he does for the graduation cap. That maybe they're non-prescription. Maybe they're just for uh, just for know, looks, just for appearance. How are the glasses staying on his head? They're, because like, his ears are three inches above where the no sense. Yes, they might be attached to his eyeballs, or go on. <laughs> they could be really long eyebrows okay. coming out the side. Uh huh. I see them there. Or they could be some type of like, um, you know, uh, mechanical <laughs> augmentation to his eyes to improve his vision. I mean, owls already have good vision, though. Maybe it works by like sensing uh, vibrations or uh, <laughs> heat changes. Maybe there's sensors, like whiskers. I would say that there's two options here. He's either wearing it because he's a liar and he's just trying to play the persona, but owls don't need glasses because they already have really, really good eyesight. So I could say that he might need them because the only reason he might wear them besides just fitting that persona is that he really, really needs them. Because think like owls can see like mice like super, super far in the distance and they go out and swipe down and pick them up. Absolutely. This guy is just a liar all around, I feel. I, I like I said in the beginning, he could very well be a pathological liar. It's definitely possible. His narcissism is unrivaled. So you might use your your point then to charge at owl. Yeah, your talent, pointed hat. Point my strong beak and my talent. So what's it made of then? The hat. Yeah, I mean the weapon on his head. <laughs> uh, it's it's probably metal. Sometimes that seems pretty heavy for an owl to have to carry around all day. It's like a lighter metal. It's a uh, vibranium. Or it could it's, be adamantium. it's adamantium in the Marvel and in, in the, the X-Men, X-Men universe. But vibranium in the MCU. Yeah, it depends what he appears in. All right. I see what you're saying. <laughs> All right. It's, it's, I mean, it's not impossible. So what, do you have any special attack techniques or are you just standard owl attacks? He's standard owl attacks. I mean, like I said, kind of, kind of just to wrap up here, he can fly. Which is which is fact that he can fly. We don't know for a fact that Owl can fly or Mr. Owl can fly. Think, We're assuming. I think I made a pretty convincing argument. Right. But um, looking at uh, you know he same thing. He has beak. He has a beak just like you do. Now we've actually seen yours in action, breaking into a tootsie pop. Yep. But we we just hear a crunch. We don't really know exactly what happens. He could swallow it whole. Maybe he just bites it off the stick and then swallows it whole. We don't know if he bites it in half. We don't know if he bites off a portion of it. We really don't know how strong well, he his beak is. He definitely hands the kid back an empty stick. Okay. So he somehow gets the whole thing off of there, and there was a crunch sound. Correct. Okay. So I, 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 I'll agree with you on that. Um, you know, some of the things, like I said, I mean, Owl is, he is boring. He could use those boring stories to maybe commit you or get you to commit suicide just wanting to get off this planet. I feel like you argue that strategy a lot. Like the it's been a while. Convince someone I, I to wanted, con- I, I commit wanted, suicide. I wanted, to, I wanted to bring it back. Yeah, it's, okay. been, it's been a while. It's kind of your <laughs> it's my old, forte. An old staple, an old fallback. When I pick a character who doesn't have much, <laughs> that's kind of what I go with here. Um, but I mean, the owl. Something I didn't bring up here. Uh, there, there was a time where Owl's house got destroyed in a storm, 
And Eeyore was trying to find a new house for him. And he finds a new house for him. And he goes, you know, here you go. This is this is your new house. And this, all right, cool. So Owl goes into this house. And it turns out that it was Piglet's house. What? Which, how Eeyore didn't know where yeah, Piglet right lived, Eeyore, I don't know. And how Owl didn't know that either. I mean, he could be an idiot. I don't know. Anyway, Owl is able to get Piglet to move out of his own house. Oh, poor Piglet. And move in with Pooh. So that Owl can now have piglet's house so al basically steals piglet's house yeah that's cold that is cold so that kind of can drive owl's determination for committing murder or trying to convince someone to do something that goes against what they would want to do he doesn't owl is self-centered you can see right there he's took piglet's house from him he wasn't like oh this is piglet's house i understand you know can i just live here until i find a new place to live no he was like eminent domain I'm taking this over. I want this. I want this. I'm taking it. Uh, I don't know if that's great evidence of his, like, convincing powers, because Piglet is, like, especially susceptible to, like, he has low self-esteem and can be, you know, uh, persuaded more easily. Right. And manipulated. Mm Mm-hmm. But still, it doesn't really take away from, like, stealing Piglet's house. Yeah, it it shows that he is cold-blooded, even though he's probably warm-blooded. Technically warm-blooded, but yeah, yeah. But he's willing to do actions that would be considered quote-unquote cold blood right in in the moral sense yes so that that's what i would say as a kind of a wrap-up for owl here what do you want anything you want to add for mr owl as we Uh, close out here i'll just do i'll just do my quick summary he he, he's there's something weird about this universe there's something not quite right and i believe it points to a power-hungry narcissistic owl that would stop at nothing in his pursuit of tootsie rolls and to be seen as the smartest owl in the world and if that includes killing other owls that get in his way that think they're smart, he would not hesitate. Uh, he has some type of weird hat slash spike on his head that might help him. He also has general owl abilities like his claws, and he can use Tootsie Rolls as weapons. Might take some time to, to load them up as weapons. And if he does run some type of animal mafia, he might have them as support as well. He might be the head honcho. Right, it seems like he the buck stops with Owl. Exactly, Mister Owl. Mister Owl. It's like, kind of like a James Bond thing there. Owl, Mister <laughs> Owl. All right, we'll have to let the listeners decide on who they think would win: Mister Owl versus Owl. Chris, any fun facts you'd like to add before we uh, head I out today? Do have some more fun facts? Go crazy! Let me just scroll down to them. So uh, I told you about the rumors of the three circles. Was it the three? Three unbroken circles. Yes, and the Indian and with the, the shooting star Native American bow. Right. Uh, so there's more though. How many licks does it actually take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? How many would you guess? So I remember actually doing this when I was younger, and I tallied it, but That's I forget. Very admirable of you. But I, your, I honestly your scientific forget. mind. I think it's because impressive. it's probably because I saw this commercial and I was so angry at Mr. Owl that was I, I was thinking I need to prove him wrong. Well, anyway, it's pretty easy to prove three wrong. Yes. But um, ballpark in the hundreds, thousands, what do you think? I'd guess in the thousands. So there's actually been multiple studies and a wide range of results. Okay. So I'm just going to quickly read over this so you can see just like the level of effort that was put into this like pointless task. Okay. Student study, University of Cambridge, 3,481 licks. That's the highest number I saw. So that's, that's that's in the thousands. That's 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 much higher than a lot of other ones. Purdue University, three hundred and sixty-four licks. Very different. Uh, University of Michigan, 
411 licks. What? 1996 study at Swarthmore College, 144 licks. That's these are averages, so like that was a range of 70 to 222. Okay. <clears throat> uh apparent Wikipedia for some reason references someone named Nolan Walker. I don't know if he's someone special or if he just like edited this Wikipedia page. But it just says Nolan Walker personally found that it takes 1,139 licks as documented in a home experiment on December 1997. Was it was it watched by anybody? It was just him documenting it. I don't know. It does have a source. I'm not sure what it is. I don't want to lose my spot. Okay. Harvard grad students. They made a rotating mechanical tongue. 2,255 licks. Uh, one another attempt took 2,256 licks. Uh, a guy on YouTube did it, Ryan Higa, 700 licks. So there's a little bit of debate on, like, the type of lick, like, if it's, like, a single tongue lick or if it's, like, a put-it-in-your-mouth-take-it-out type of lick that, like, how did they, how were they differentiating them? They were calling them, uh, uh, I don't remember, but uh, I don't know. Okay, there's more studies, though. 2014, Laboratory at University of Florida. They look at biology, corrosion, and mechanical agitation on the wear of Tootsie Roll Pops. Self-reported data from 58 participants. Cross-sectional information. Numerical simulation to compute the average number of licks required to reach Tootsie Roll Center. Uh, based on equatorial cross-section data. Nearly, if it's found to be nearly independent of the licking style. The one-sided approach. Okay, here's what they call it. The one-sided approach took 195 licks plus or minus 18. The full surface approach, which is kind of just putting the whole thing in your mouth. Right. 184 licks plus or minus 33. Okay. Uh, detailed examination of the light pops reveals that the minimum shell sickness is rarely located along the equator. So there's going to be some spot on it that's going to be – like it's not a equal distance to the Tootsie Roll Center. Okay. So you're going to get variation in your measurement. Okay. So using the global minimum distance resulted in a calculated 130 plus or minus 29 licks to reach the center independent of licking style. Oh, that seems really low to me. So we've seen ra- numbers ranging from that 130 – all the way up to that first number, the which 3, was three thousand four hundred and eighty-one. So, what? How can? What can we draw from this? It's going to take somewhere in there, but it widely varies, and maybe it's just on the on your tongue on your looking method. I don't know. I'd say that Tootsie needs to come up with the definitive way to figure this out. Here's what they need to do. So, uh, what do we call the the name for the Super Bowl? Game of Games. The Super Fifty Two. Oh, okay. Superb Owl Bowl Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. They put up the $7 million for the 30-second commercial. They redo a modern version of the famous Tootsie Pop commercial, and they put the issue to rest. They find the answer. With, and So what would they do? So what they do is they have an owl licking a Tootsie Pop uh-huh. for like four minutes. They're going to actually have to pay for like four <laughs> commercials okay. and counting them one by one. It'll be the it'll be extremely boring. It'd be very popular though, I feel. Yeah. So what they'll do is they'll split it up. They'll like have one during the first quarter, one there the second There you go. So people are like waiting for the end. They're like, is this owl going to get to the end? Is he going to bite it? We don't know. Yeah. And like maybe if they want to be real trolly, they have the owl bite it in the fourth quarter and be like, Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's 86. <laughs> yeah, that, that'd be – I think you should pitch that. We'll tweet it to Tootsie and uh, Tootsie yeah, Pop. Like revi- we'll start a hashtag like revive that Tootsie Pop Al commercial. Revive the lick. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. We'll, we'll um, workshop it. Yeah, we'll work on that. Yeah. Uh, a couple facts. I don't have anything really good on owl, but I have some facts on owls. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's <laughs> yeah. perfect. Yeah. Uh, there are 200 different species of owl. 200? Yeah, that's a lot. 
Uh, obviously, they're nocturnal, which I feel like most people are well aware of. Are all 200 nocturnal? That I don't know. Okay. Um, uh, do you know what a group of owls is called? I found this very interesting. Um, no. A parliament. Okay. Yeah. That's I guess because, like, intelligence, you'd hope that's who you want Maybe. running your government, intelligent people. Um, they eat insects, small mammals, and other birds. So it is possible for two owls to be going, you know, at it to try to kill one another. Uh, they have very powerful talons that we addressed. They can turn their heads as much as 270 degrees. Whoa. I was kind of joking when I said that. Yeah. But... 270 degrees. Um, they are very, uh, quiet in flight and compared to other birds of prey. And, uh, they have camouflage with their, their feathers that can help them, um, blend in with their surroundings. So there's little uh, fun facts about owls there. So hopefully you folks have all enjoyed our uh, superb owl fight here in honor of the big game. Do you have a favorite type of owl? I like snowy owls. I was going to say the snowy owl or maybe the barn owl, but I like the snowy owl. My grandmother loves owls. Her house is full of not real owls, but uh, (laughs) collectible owls. Every year for Christmas, I always get her something that she can add to her collection. Uh, she has a lot of cool ones. There's one that she has that's made of shells, like completely made of shells from the beach, which looks really cool. Does she have a Tootsie Pop owl? I don't think so. All right. Yeah, that is that awesome. is one. Ne- there you go for Christmas next year. And she doesn't listen to the podcast, so she won't I don't coming. think she even knows what a podcast is, so she won't even know that it's coming. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's Snowy Owl, like Hedwig. I always loved Hedwig as a kid. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Hedwig's great. Yeah. So um, please remember, as always, there will be a poll on Twitter where you can vote for who you think would win between uh, Mr. Owl, Tootsie Pop, representative, spokesperson, and Owl from Winnie the Pooh. Um, We have uh, a little treat for our listeners this week, Chris. Uh, We usually just do one episode a week, but we're going to release two this week. A double week episode? A double week episode. That is correct. That is superb. Owls. Owl. Uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> yeah. great. So um, we have an episode that will be coming out uh, on Thursday to coincide with something that is happening on Friday. I'm sure everybody can guess what that will be. And if you don't, maybe it'll be a little surprise for you. So please sit tight for that episode coming out on Friday. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this one and we hope you enjoy that one as well. So please remember, to, as always, to subscribe, follow, and rate. And please continue to participate in our show. For the Who Would Win cast, this has been Steve. And this has been Chris. And we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get to the cultural center of a Tootsie Pop? A good question. Let's find out. One, two, three, three. No, no, no. thing to do is as follows. The Who Would Win cast is not endorsed by any film or television production companies and is intended for entertainment purposes only. Any and all audio clips are not owned by the Who Would Win cast, and all rights are reserved by the respective copyright holders.